last ride. Hey, 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 it's your block out in this bitch, podcast number six, uh, podcast number six, uh, no trip number six, uh, oh man, no playing this ride. What more do you need from me? My nigga, I need you to stop crying on the fucking internet like a child. Tyrese, Black Tie, whichever name you choose to go by, that shit is unacceptable. Fucking unacceptable. By the way, it's, it's still me, Blackout. This is still no playing this ride. We still keeping it funky for y'all out there. We, I mean I. I'm still keeping it funky, and I'm highly disappointed in my main man, Tyrese, I feel like he went out kind of suckerish, and I don't think it was necessary. Well, fuck it. I know it wasn't necessary. There's never a reason for a grown man to get on the internet, record himself crying, and decide to put that out. Like, even if you were live, don't go live if you're emotional. You had yourself looking all types of crazy, and then going to come back like, no, I'm not crazy. Bro, that just made you look more crazy because you're still recording and documenting the shit. Like, I don't know if you're preparing for a role or something, but that's wild. And you, I, saw, I watched another video where you say your people calling you, telling you, nah, you shouldn't do that. Somebody get them, somebody get them off the internet. And you like, my nigga, but y'all saying that. And y'all got y'all kids in the background. Yeah, they saying that because they care about you. You fucking up, bro. I I really don't like to see a prominent black man, a, a famous prominent black man, crying on the fucking internet like that. Now, I'm going to keep it real. When I heard that $13,000 a month, I was hurt too. Like, I almost cried my damn self. It made me look at my lady like, if you ever, if you ever, <laughs> if you ever, but still, don't put that shit on the web. You should know. You of all people should know. You use the internet to your advantage every day. And in my mind, to me, that's like playing basketball and only shooting threes. You can live by the three or die by the three. And the same goes to be said by, about the internet, bro. You can live by the internet or die by it. Because as soon as you put yourself out there and that's your image and everybody's used to that, it takes one thing for that to all go away. And hopefully you didn't ruin yourself Hopefully you just get played and you just a flavor of the week or two and they get rid of it and they stop thinking about it. Like, I want to see you get your daughter back. That's what you should put on the web. When you get your daughter back, record that shit and put that out. Or when you get the custody situation figured out, record that and put that out. I don't want to see you crying, fam. I'm, I'm a fan, but damn, bro, that makes me not. Like, I don't know if I could ever watch Baby Boy again because Jody was a cold motherfucker, like. He wasn't the best father, but still, I, I don't see Jody putting himself on the on the gram or whatever that video came from where you embarrass yourself and everybody that stands next to you 
That's a shame. If I was Charlemagne, I'd get your black ass don't care today. But that's not me. And I'm pretty sure he did. I didn't check on it because I didn't want to. I didn't really want to look into it. It, it took me, I want to say, about a week for me to actually look at the video. And damn, like you look devastated, bro. <laughs> that was, that was, that's a shame. You got to watch what you do. You can't put yourself out there like that when you're a public figure. He is definitely a public figure. And you almost discredit all the the motivational things you said on the um, internet, bro. That's the crazy part. You almost discredit yourself. Because that, I mean, you know how people operate. That is going to outlive everything you've done on the net. All the motivational things you said. Everything you ever said that makes sense. That that just happened and you going out the rock, which makes you look even more crazy, is going to be what hurts you. So I, I really hope my man Black Tie um, bounces back for this because that was that was a big, big mistake, I think, on his part. And hopefully, like, when you go to court, this doesn't make you look crazy in front of the judge when you're trying to get your situation figured out with your daughter because they could look at this and be like, man, he's this cat's not mentally stable. Like he's going crazy recording and putting it on the web. Like, what else is he doing that we don't see? Or what else is he capable of? So, in my opinion, that was a bad move, man. You just, you don't come back from these things sometimes, but hopefully your star power is enough that you come back from it. And, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a terrible situation. You ain't the only one, though. And, and your situation, Mr. Tyrese Gibson, is better than most people because you got some people that be doing dumb 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 shit just like your song and think it's not gonna come back to hunter i'm talking about uh roy moore <laughs> people think they bulletproof they're going to get away with everything and then fucking 30 years later boom he tried to have an inappropriate relationship with me 30 years later it came back to hunter when he was running for office and the thing is he had been elected twice. He had to be elected to be a judge. So how the hell did it go for this long without nobody catching him? The same thing with Kevin Spacey. Oh, this happened years ago. The same, Louis C.K., the shit that happened with him, that happened over 10 years ago. Over 10 years ago. Men in power are not safe. You know what? Fuck it. Nobody in power is safe. When it comes to sexual misconduct, they will get you and they will drag you through the mud and they will mess your career up. That's one of those things there's like no coming back from. You don't come back from sexual misconduct. And while usually I hope like I hope Tyrese bounces back because his is his stuff is nowhere near what we're talking about right now. Nowhere even close. These guys that took advantage of these women and guys that took advantage of other guys, they're done. They are done. And it, it just goes to show that there's a trend. One person comes out. Another person comes out. Three more people come out. This happened to me. We saw it with Bill Cosby. We see it, we're seeing it now with, with uh, Roy Moore. He came out. More women came out and said they knew it was, they knew it was true or it happened to them. Louis C.K., they came out, and then more women came out and said it happened to them, or it was well known. And the thing, the Louis C.K. thing bothers me. Like, I'm not 
one, he took it like a G, which I mean, you really can't take that like a G. You still you still taking a huge loss, and you messed up a lot of money for people around you, because when when people say, oh yeah, that movie got kinked, that's good. Netflix shut that movie down. That's cool because you don't want to stand next to that, but you got to think about the other people that were working on that film. All the work that got, all the work, the time, and the money that people won't get back for the effort they put in. And it's all gone because this guy decided to be a creep more than 10 years ago. Now, with a situation like this, it's never cool for most people to blame the victim. But me, I'm a different individual. And I put some of the blame on victims. If somebody says, hey, come to my room for a nightcap, I'm assuming there's a certain type of energy going to happen in that room. So if what they said is true, it's like, how did you put yourself in that position? Now, ultimately, as a man, are you wrong? You're always going to be wrong for exposing yourself if somebody felt a certain type of way. But in the statement, he said that, yeah, I pulled out my dick, basically. He basically said, yeah, I pulled out my dick, but I usually ask people first. So he said he always asks first. So that's the part about it that confuses me. It's, it's like, if you... Where where does where's the line in the sand? If you go up to somebody's room on a late night for a nightcap, I don't know what else to expect. Especially if you're in comedy, we hear all types of wild stories about comedians and how they act, you know, after their sets and how they move through the nightlife. So when comedians say, "Hey, you want to come up for a nightcap?" I'm thinking, on you know, me being on the outside looking in. I'm thinking that he was thinking, oh, it's about to go down. So I don't know what they were, how the, the duo wasn't seeing that. Like, it's, I'm going to get two chicks to come to my room on a late night. I don't mean to be rude, but if I'm a single guy and I'm like, hey, I'm on the road all the time. You're on the road all the time. Come up to my room for a nightcap. I'm pretty sure you should be expecting to see some dick. Like, cause I would be expecting to see some ass. If I'm going to invite somebody into my room on the late night, if they're like one of my homies, and y'all want to come up and kick it before we split and go home, then, I mean, hey, we're going to go up there, we're going to hang out, and then we're going to go our separate ways. But I'm thinking if it's a man and a woman late night, y'all ain't related, I don't know what they expected to happen. And maybe that's just me being a man and not understanding the dynamic but still, it's, there's a time and a place to hang out with the opposite sex. So if they weren't expecting something to go down or they, he surprised them, I don't know. But situational awareness is key. And even though what he did is wrong, they still kind of put them. They, no, they definitely put themselves in that situation. Unless he threw them in a room and knocked them in a room and said, hey, look at my balls and shit then it will be different. But if he's like, hey, you want to come up to my room? And they say, yeah, we'll come up to your room. He's like, hey, you mind if I pull my dick out? And you're like, okay, it's cool to pull your dick out. And he does it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not sure how to, how to respond to them accusing this guy of sexual misconduct. And then I think this shit happened in like 2002. So just just like with the other with the, with all the other guys that are getting accused, they got they got the guy from uh, Star Wars. They got a guy saying he touched him back in the day. My thing is, I know we're not supposed to 
victimize the victims or blame the victims, whatever. But if you're the if you're the first victim, or you're not like a child, I put a lot of blame on you. Especially in this day and age, you don't have a phone to call nobody. You don't have a there's, there's nobody around you with a cell phone. One of the boys who got touched by Kevin Spacey, I mean, he was a grown man. He was working at a bar, and he supposedly, it, I guess Kevin Spacey went to the bathroom or something, and a woman intervened and helped him, and he supposedly ran a mile to his grandmother's house. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm like, bitch, you didn't have a phone? You couldn't call nobody for me? The boy didn't have a phone? If he's in an establishment, any business has a phone. I don't give a fuck where you work. If you work at a business... Without a phone, my nigga, you probably sell crack. <laughs> I mean, I hate to be insensitive. Actually, I don't. But if you work somewhere and there's no phones, that you probably doing something illegal. And then I'm assuming there was customers in the, in the space he was at, and he ran for like a mile. Did he not run by any houses, any businesses, nowhere? There, there was nowhere where anybody had a phone, and you got to your grandmother's house. You called your mom, and then nothing happened. You were embarrassed. But then you tell your mom, and I guess you ain't, she ain't embarrassed to come out and talk for you. No. While I'm all for the victims getting their just due, there's a, in my opinion, there's a responsibility on the victim side. Because I said it before and I always said, every second, minute, hour, day, whatever, that you let somebody harm you and you don't tell nobody, whatever time elapsed, you have reinforced them, reinforced to them that that is correct behavior. You have made them feel like it is okay to be that way. You are a part of the problem. It may hurt your feelings. You may not like it. But every minute or second or day or whatever, you don't tell somebody what happened to you. And not just don't tell a friend. Like, call the fucking police. Or go talk to somebody that'll call the police to get you some help. Every second that you wait to do that, you're reinforcing that behavior to that individual. That's all you're doing. So I urge anybody, if, if anything has ever happened to you with somebody you know, get them to come forward. Get these people off the streets. Get these people help. Get them somewhere so, they, so that they don't harm nobody in my goddamn family or they don't harm your family and friends. Help get these people off the street because they belong. Lock the fuck up. And then they want to get hands in jail let them go get hands in jail with somebody that don't mind or with somebody that's willing to put them hands on them right the fuck back. Please, don't let these people walk the streets. If I'm walking down the street and I shoot a guy, you're like, damn, he just shot a guy. You're not going to let me go, right? I'm pretty sure somebody's going to call the police. It's still a crime. Get me off the streets. I might shoot somebody you know. It could be you. Let somebody know what happened because there's too many cases of this happening. I'm pretty sure by the time I get finished talking about this, you'll be able to scroll through a Twitter feed. You'll get uh, CNN, Fox News, whatever news app you got. You'll get an alert within 24 hours of me recording this on fucking Veterans Day. Shout out to my veterans out there. There's going to be somebody else coming forward about something that happened to them. And it's probably going to be three years ago. At three months ago. Three years ago. At minimum. It's not going to be like, hey, this happened, I'm telling Famous people are still people. If they do something they shouldn't be doing, they should be held accountable. If we continue to let this happen, people will continue to do it, and they're only going to find more ways to do it. So we got to stop this, whether it's in the home, it's at work, it's at church, 
it's at some type of youth sports situation, if it's happening, stop it. If you can't tell, go find somebody else who can so that this can stop happening to people. They got whole websites and shit on the, on the dark web dedicated to shit like this. There's a whole community for predators out there. We as a people have to stop this. There's, there's no reason for this shit to be going on and going unchecked. And, I, and I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I just had to vent. I got to get that off my chest. And I didn't want to focus on the, on the predators and the perpetrators of these ridiculous crimes. But I had, I had to talk about the victims and how I feel that they allow other people to be victimized. You have to, you got to come forward. And, you know, sometimes the message has to be harsh. It can't be soft like that. You got to get it across. And I just had to get it off my chest because the people that are getting jammed up for this right now, they're going to feel it. They're going to get their names drugged through the mud and everything. So the people that are allowing, allowing them to, do, to continue doing this and they know they did it, you got to give them a little too. You got to encourage them to come forward. Because there's no reason for them to live with that if they're damaged, if they truly, truly have been through something, there's no reason for them to live with that and not get help themselves. That's another big reason why I feel like they should come forward, to get that, to get the help themselves. Because you only get one life to live and you might as well live it as good as possible. And if somebody comes and takes that, a chunk of your life away from you, they should pay for it and you should get treated for it. That's all I'm saying. So, in other news, in sport news, a lot more injuries. A lot more injuries. Like Kyrie Irving just broke his damn face when his teammates elbow, man. These athletes, man, they, they, they get a bad rap. They get told to shut the fuck up, but they put it on the line every time they go out there and perform, man. And they get scrutinized and everything. Like, they're on Lonzo Ball's head right now. And I know I talk a lot about him, because, but I'm a Laker fan, and he's, he's in the news a lot. And they're on this kid's head because he's not shooting enough or his shooting percentage is down. Yeah, that's the big. He has a fucked up shot motion. They've been talking about it since before he got drafted. I'm pretty sure the Lakers, as an organization, knew that this would be an issue, becoming him coming into the pros. And there's so much. I mean, there's so many highlights of him shooting and so much tape on this kid. These pros, like Patrick Beverly, you know, they're they're waiting for this kid. And it's going to be, it may be a while before he gets it all together. But from what, I, what I've seen, when he's comfortable, he plays well. And if you're worried about his shooting, then you, you missed a point on why he was even drafted where he was in the first place. He was drafted to make the team better. Now, I know people may, you know, most people are like, well, he's drafted to get buckets. Yes, he's drafted to score some points. But primarily, his job is to distribute the ball, to play that showtime style of basketball that Magic played. That's why Magic likes him so much. He's comparing him to Jason Kidd, who somehow doesn't think the kid compares to him, even though if you look at them, the parallels are crazy. They both couldn't shoot for shit when they first got in the league, but they did help the team out. They did they did get rebounds. They did get assists. They did play defense. They did make the team better. So, you know, give the kid some time. Ben Simmons had the luxury. I ain't going to say the luxury. He set out because he was injured, but I doubt he would have been as good had he played out the gate like that because there's a knock on his shooting too. The thing with him is he's bigger than Lonzo. So if he's trying to get in there and get to the rack, it's, it's going to be a little easier for him. And I, I think he's playing the point. So a 6'10 point guard, it's a lot harder 
for a traditional point guard to guard somebody his size. Now, Lonzo was 6'6", but he doesn't have the, the Ben Simmons build. And he's more of an outside shooter than a, a slasher like Ben Simmons is. Because don't get it fucked up. When he, when he can get in rhythm and he can hit that shot and he's comfortable, he'll give it to you. And he hung up a few. He hung up a few points on Phoenix when they played. So just be patient with that kid, man. He's he's got a lot going on. And his speaking of which, his brother right now might be locked the fuck up in China, or with some shoplifting stuff. Now I I don't know how true it is, but I, I think the team left and he's still there. Like I guess the situation's so bad, um, Bill Walton felt like he had to apologize to the human race <laughs> for some petty theft that happened in China, but. Whatever, man. I think my man went a little far on that. We'll see how it shakes out. Hopefully, um, those young men can get out of that situation and they can come home with a lesson. Like, hopefully, they hopefully there's some type of mistake, especially for Leandro Ball, because I don't see why the hell you would be shoplifting when your brother just made it to the league. You got your own brand. There's no need for you fucking still Louis Vuitton. <laughs> regardless of how you feel about Big Baller brand, he is, he does have his own brand. Or he's a part owner of his own brand. So it, you should, you know, elevate your own brand versus getting caught stealing some other shit. <laughs> Man, but, and that's, that's, you know, that's family and hopefully it's not affecting that, uh, affecting that kid Alonzo too much, but it's something to think about. It's like, I don't know how that happened. I know his father's probably pissed off, but we'll we'll see how it shakes out. And speaking of family, I want to talk about something that has to do with relationships. I, I, I've only done like six. Well, this is my sixth one. And my my goal was to stay away from a lot of the relationship stuff because everybody's relationship is different. Every couple does their own thing. And while, the, you know, while there's obvious similarities, we all eat, sleep, shit, piss, whatever. We all do that and we all... You know, everybody wants to experience love, and hopefully you do if you haven't. But there's some common issues that come up in relationships, especially marriages. So what I will say is that communication is key. Communication is very key. If you have an issue going on, you you need to communicate that to your significant other, boyfriend, spouse, whatever. You got to (laughs) communicate. Where the barrier seems to lie between men and women, and I'm only going to speak on men and women because I don't know shit about other relationships, is that (laughs) women feel like we don't communicate enough and men feel like you guys, we feel like women communicate too goddamn much. We don't feel like there's a need to respond to a text paragraph with a text paragraph. If you send me a brick, you're probably going to get back two letters. Okay. No. You you may get lucky and I send you back three. <laughs> so that, that's something um, as men, I'm not going to say we have to work on because coming from the man perspective, if you send me a paragraph and I send you back, okay, yes or no, that means I've read through your little short story. I figured out the main idea, the five W's, and my answer is yes, no, okay, or I. Right. <laughs> and that's pretty much all you're going to get from me. You can't expect me to give you back a whole paragraph when I just got tired of reading all the shit you just sent me. <laughs> and I hope other men feel that way. I believe other men feel that way. I hope, you know, women don't get offended, especially my old lady when she hears this, if she listens. But, you know, you 
after a while, you know, she, she learned to expect that from me. There's so much she, she has to say to me or whatever, and she's just trying to get it out to make sure she gives me all the details, and I'm going to respond back with, okay, she knows at this point in the game, she knows, okay, he got it. He, he understands what's going on. And I do. That's what I do. And most people, they run into a situation where, you know, especially if, if one, it's like say if you're the man and you're out and you're working, whatever, and you may have, your wife may choose to stay at home. It may make financial sense for your wife to stay at home if you have children instead of her going out and working and basically covering daycare, depending on her career path. So we men, men, if your wife's been home at home all day long or your girl's been at home all day long with a baby and you've been going at work or you've been whatever, when you get home, expect to have a conversation. She's going to want to give you everything that happened in her day from point A to point Z and beyond. So you have to be ready for it. Let her get that off her chest because nine times out of ten, she's probably had nobody to have an intelligent conversation with. So, you know, give your, give your boo bear that time or your, give your baby girl that time to, to come in and get, the, get her stress of the day, get it out the way, and let her tell you what's going on. Because there's things that, that she says plans she's made or she wants to tell you about what happened with the kid or the kids or how something happened at school or she may have had a break in her day and seen something on TV and want to let you know what you, and want to see what you thought about it. I mean, they've, you've been out and you've been at work and you've been around people and you've been social and you've been around adults and able to speak intelligently with other adults. If she's been home with a baby or like a fucking two-year-old, <laughs> there's not really much to talk about. So I know you want to get home and you want to relax. Trust me, I go through it. But you have to give her that opportunity to, to vent to you because she is your significant other. She is your number one girl. So let her get that off her chest. Let her talk to you. Let her let you let her know. Let her let you know. Excuse me, what her day was like, and what she found out. It, you may be interested. You may not. But at least you know. Give the nod. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. I got you. At least give her that. Because one thing I I've learned in my in my veterans, if I could describe it to you, men are like Twitter. Women are like Facebook. That's the way I look at it. You scroll through Facebook, you might get a big old thick ass paragraph of some argument or some bullshit that somebody had. Twitter, you might get three or four lines. So and in my mind, men are like Twitter, straight, direct to the point. Hey, this is how I feel about A, B, and C. Boom. Facebook and women are the same. You're going to get with how they feel from A to Z. So we got to, as men, as married men, men in relationships, we should work on communicating with our spouse well. Now women. Now, women, y'all ain't scot-free. If you happen to stay at home, or even if you do work, and you had a lot of things going at work, when y'all get home, or when he gets home, yes, he should listen to how your day went. I will concede that fact. Yes, men, we should listen to how that day went. That is your woman. She wants to confide in you. She wants to tell you what was going on. Women. We don't need to know every goddamn detail about your damn day. Give us a break. Take a breath. Split that shit up somehow because we, we lose it. We lose 
we, we, we try to pay attention, but we lose some of that shit trying to pick through what you're saying. So, you know, give us a break. Our brains aren't wired the same way. You guys think differently than we do. We know this. But give us a break when you unload on us for the day. Let us get the time, you know, get get a little bit of time before we come home. And I think most couples, I know we do. Like, if, I, if my lady's been at home and I've been at work all fucking day and I come home, she doesn't just unload on me. She'll give me some time to relax. She'll keep the kids away from me for a minute. Like, hey, you know, if I come in the house and my oldest is running up to me, she's like, hey, well, hold on, give me some space, let them calm down. And then once I've decompressed a little bit, she'll give me how her day went or just her thoughts about what went on through the day. Anything that happened at school with my, with my oldest or what happened during the day with my baby or just any, any news she's heard, just, you know, general conversation. She'll fill me in on that. And that's, you know, that's part of a relationship. We had to learn to do that. Like, I had to learn as a man to listen better when she spoke, to make sure I was paying attention to what she said. In this day and age with, with cell phones, it's real easy to not pay attention when somebody's talking to you. But I, I had to learn to to be a better listener. And I had to communicate to her, like, hey, I know you want to tell me this, but I just got home. And it's something she picked up on herself as well. So, you know, kudos to my baby for, you know, looking out for me when I first get in the crib and making sure she doesn't unload on me. Because, you know, so I, I do it to her sometimes too. Like I'll like I'm a talker myself. That's that's why the fuck I got a podcast. So when I'm interested in something, I can run off at the mouth. So it, it's give and take, you know, and it's it's balance, man. That's the key in my opinion. That's the key to relationship. It's balance. You achieve balance, everything will be okay. Now, balance ain't easy, but it takes time. So, you know, communicate with your loved ones, man. Your, your spouse, your significant other, your girlfriend, your boo bear, whatever. You, you got to communicate, man. And there's one thing I want to communicate to everybody right now. Since we're talking about family, I'm going to communicate with you a relief. I mean, not a, not a relief, a belief of mine. A stone-cold belief of mine. And I'm talking about babies. Now, I don't care... How old you are. I don't care how many kids you have. I don't care how many kids you babysat. When it comes to babies, there's one thing all babies have in common. They're all bad as fuck. <laughs> I don't care if you, the nicest baby, that motherfucker bad. And it's, it's because they don't know. But as an adult, you know, you, you'd be like, damn, would you stop wiggling and crying and drooling and shitting and, and pissing? Just, just mm. now we now we love them to death. I love I, I got two. I love both of mine to death. But all the motherfuckers is bad. <laughs> they don't know to listen, so they just do whatever. But that's that's the one. Babies are bad. All of them bad until they're about three, and then by the time they're three, some of the motherfuckers is real bad because they didn't get told they was bad when they were babies, and they didn't get it corrected. So that's <laughs> I just had to say that I I've been struggling. Since she's been able to wiggle to change my daughter's diaper for the longest. I'm getting kicked in the lip, the stomach, the throat, everything trying to change this damn diaper. Hoping I don't get peed or pooped on. All babies are bad. And the only the only difference is, I will say there's, a, there's a, a slight difference when it comes to babies is, and this is from my own personal experience, there's breast milk babies and there's formula babies. Now my first baby was a formula baby. And she was cool. She was chill. She was calm. 
when she was, you know, she was first born up to she was a few months old. Like I could sit her on my lap, watch TV, be on the sticks or whatever. I could change her. She would cry every now and again. But for the most part, she was cool. She didn't trip. We got that. We got to hanging. We we would hang out, and she would sit right there and hang out. She would only cry when she was hungry. If I needed to change her, easy. She got changed, no problem. Now, it's a breast milk baby, <laughs> and I'm curious if it's because if it's the difference. I don't know if the formula makes babies lazy, but this this new one, my new baby, off this breast milk is buck ass wild. It's like she's doing everything earlier, <laughs> and she just she just going hard. Like for whatever reason, she cannot sit still, and I knew. I knew there was going to be a problem with her in the womb because she was always fucking moving. Like, my, my wife's stomach is like a damn ocean. It just waves all the time. She was always moving. <laughs> and I, I had a feeling when I I said, yeah, this, this, I said, this little motherfucker going to be bad. Like, I didn't tell my old lady that. And I never told her that. But I was just, in my brain, I'm like, yeah, she's going to be bad as hell. And lo and behold, damn if I wasn't right. She don't sit still for nothing. She'll move. So I can adjust her, I adjust her, she moved her opposite way. I move her the way she want to go, she moved back the other way. She's like, she want to lay down, I lay her down. She wants to flip over, she flips over. I put her back on her back, she flipped back on the stomach. Flip on the stomach, now she want to pick her up. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> when, you, when you get it together, little girl, when you figure it out, and she just look at me and smile, and I love it to death, but it's like, it's, it's a struggle, man. And, you know, due to my job, I didn't get to be around my oldest when she was at this point in life. But I, I still, I, I don't think it's, it would have been the same because she was just so much more relaxed. Now, I know she wiggled, I know she had to wiggle around, but, but going off my wife's reaction, like, no, this is some other shit. Like, my oldest didn't do this. But the one I got now is, 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 is something in her. And the, and the only difference between the two, I mean, they're eight years apart, but they got the same birthday and the same initials. And the same two goddamn parents. So the only difference that I really see has to be the breast milk. That's it. <laughs> it has to be the breast milk. I, I just, I'm at a loss because I don't know what else the difference is. Like, I know everybody's different. But with all the similarities they have going on, same parents, same damn initials, same middle name, same birth date damn near, only eight years apart. The only real difference to me is the damn breast milk, man. <laughs> so while I... Well, I would advocate for it. Like, yes, I feel like if you can, you should breastfeed. I feel like you know what's going, you have a better idea of what's going to your baby, what the food source is, because you know it's coming straight from mama and it's whatever she eats and it gets filtered out. But, hey, be ready. Be ready. Because a breast milk baby is a baby on steroids. <laughs> and, yeah, that that's just my stance on that. And, um... Speaking of, speaking of family, I'm going to terribly segue into the spotlight that I put on the homies. And this one goes out to my homie Jamal Scarver and his wife Jade. So I haven't been home for a while, but I've been, I've been seeing little things on Facebook. And I'm asking the homies, like, I, I, I'm, I know bro has something going on. And I'm, I'm going to put a spotlight on my people and, you know, even people I, I don't know. So please, if you know somebody I should put a spotlight on, let me know. But... I found out about this um this thing my boy has going on, and it's like a it's like a Jacksonville Community Expo, 
I, I know I'm messing this name up, but I um I'll make sure I have it right when I do the show notes to put the link in there. But I believe it's called Jack's Community Expo, and uh, it's 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 a real good thing they're doing. They um they basically provide a, a platform for small for, for small and big businesses to come out and display their you know display their products and to get you know to be close to the community. And I, I thought it was great, man. I just it's not that I never it is was out the blue for me. Like I didn't know that he was doing stuff to this level, him and his wife were doing stuff to this level, something that affects the whole city. And this is exactly the type of thing I'm talking about. You don't have to have, you know, the, a big grand event or anything like that. But if it affects the community, I'm all for it. And I feel like I should support it, especially with it being my homeboy. Because I saw my bro go through it. I saw him struggle, you know, as a, as a young man and young adult. And I mean, like everybody else, he's a regular person. They got kids just like I got kids. But they still figured out a way to put something together to give back to the community. And I think that's excellent. So I'll have the link to the Facebook page in the show notes, but I just had to, to put it out there. They do it at the Prime Osborne. I think he said it's doing they're doing one for gamers in 2018. This is all in Jacksonville, Florida, if you're wondering. So it's it's a it's a real good thing, man. So shout out to my man Scarvin, man, and his, and his wife Jade. I think it's fantastic. I mean, they have they do live events. They have, they have like live entertainment, a bounce houses, and everything, man. Back they do back to school back to school supplies. They did paper folders this year and book bags. So it's a real good thing, and I'm gonna do whatever I can to support it next year when it rolls around and I catch it. But I, I just had to put a quick spotlight on the homie, man, and uh, tell him I'm proud of him and his old lady for doing that for giving back to the community because coming from Jacksonville, Florida, even though I'm I'm living in Southern California right now, I still, I know, I came up out there and I know how it is and it's real easy to grow up and just be like, fuck it, I don't want to give nothing back because, you know, that city is, it can be, it can be rough, it can be hard on you and it's easy to get lost and easy to get pulled into, into doing the wrong thing. Now, don't get me wrong, it's a, it's a city on the rise it's a city on the come up. Like my partner, hosted by Turkish, is out there trying to get people to come out and have a good time all the time. Him and um, somebody else I went to school with, uh, Zoe. I think it's Party with Zoe. I think that's the thing. They're all at, at the Myth. And um, damn, I forgot the other name of the club. I'm not really local like that anymore. But if you check out uh, the Thread Live podcast, I'm pretty sure they'll drop it in there. They're always going to tell you what's going on in the city. So that's the, the Thread Live. Uh, it's a great podcast, and it's about everything that was in politics, but it's based out of Jacksonville, Florida. That's what that's where it's done at. So check that out if you want to get more info on the entertainment side. But with this uh, Jack Community Expo, I'm going to make sure I put a link in there for that. So if you guys want to get involved in that, if you got a small business, maybe you can contact the homie or go to the Facebook page and figure out how to get involved in that, man. I think it's a great thing. and. Hopefully you check it out. You think it's a great thing, too. So with that, man, I'm going to go ahead and end this on a positive note. I'm still blackout. I'm still dropping this fire for you every Monday. Every Monday. It's on Google Play. It's on iTunes. It's on YouTube. It's on TuneIn. It's on Stitcher. And I think I'm going to put it back on SoundCloud. So with that being said, man, y'all be easy. Be good out there. Don't touch anybody anywhere you're not supposed to. Please, if you're going to touch somebody, get permission first. Keep your hands to yourself. 
keep your hands off the shelf, no stealing. That's you, Lonzo Ball, or Leandro Ball, my bad. But you talk to your brother about that stealing shit. But, you know, yeah, that's it, man. Y'all be good out there. One life, one love. Stay strong. Do good things. Make somebody other than yourself great. Be easy. Peace.